Hello everybody and welcome to What's the Story? Mm. Multi-award winner podcast coming to you from the beautiful metropolis that is Fitzpatrick Castle in South Cliny, County Dublin, Ireland. Go to www.fitzpatrickcastle.com for more. It's the summer. Officially? Yeah. Yeah. And how are you in this summer months, Graham Merrill Merrigan? I'd rather the temperature went up a bit. Okay. I'm not very content at the moment with this temperature. Mm. You didn't quite catch on to what I was trying to do there, Graham. Oh, sorry, what did you do? I, I, I used the whole, you know, asking you a question but putting your name at the end of it, hoping you would answer using my name so that the people who are listening to us for the first time may perhaps get, oh, that's Merrill. Oh, and sorry. That's <coughs> I'm Graham Merrigan. You're still doing it wrong, man. Let's oh, right. Okay, rewind, right, lads, yeah. pretend, pretend you haven't heard nearly a minute worth of audio so far. <clears throat> and how are the summer months treating you, Graham Merrill Merrigan? Um, yeah, good so far. Yeah, I wish the temperature went up a bit. Um, I'm not very content at the moment, Danny. Yeah, all right, okay. I, yeah. But I did book a holiday. You still haven't got it, but okay, right, grand, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, what? I, I used your full, you know what I mean? You just went, Danny. At kind of trailing at the end of your sentence. What did you want me to say? Like, the whole, like, you know what I mean? We didn't do the whole, I'm Danny Murray, and you didn't the whole, I'm Graham Murray. We didn't do that. So instead, I kind of tried to, you know, Put you over. You said Graham and I said Danny. I said Graham, Merrow, Merrow. I used your full. Oh, I, sorry. I put you all the way over, man. Whereas I'm you just, so sorry, Danny you, Danjo Murray. You just sprinkled me name out there. Do you know what I mean? I'm so sorry, Danny Danjo Murray. <sighs> God, right. A minute and 40 seconds that took, lads, to get me name out there. It's all right. Right. Then. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is WTS 144. And our guest this week is. WWE Superstar. Becky Lynch. Yes. A.K.A. Pe- no. Rebecca Quinn. Yeah. Do you, does it matter which way that comes? I don't know. D- Becky Rebecca Lynch, Quinn, A.K.A. Be, yeah. Or is it... No, A.K.A. is also known as... Yeah, but I mean, like, her name is actually Rebecca Quinn and then A.K.A. Becky Lynch, I Okay. Think. Would it be... Yeah. I don't, the straight yeah. fire last kicker herself. Last kick, yeah, exactly. All round uh, Irish ledge bag. Yeah, she's class, man. Ledge bag. Didn't get to ask her about voice bag. I really wanted to. Oh, but, feck. Yeah, because I wanted to see if, like, when she comes home, does she. We asked know, Finn Balor about spice bags, didn't we? I think we did. Can we asked everybody about them? No, because we were in a real uh, spice bag. Uh, heyday. That was heyday. the heyday of the spice bag. Because yeah. that was done down the gym. Yeah, that's right. Um, we're like, Finn, do you like spice bags? Someone yeah. with your abs does not like spice no, bags. No, absolutely not. No, his abs are ridiculous, man. Mm. They are, like, ridiculous. Um, um, on, the yeah. lead, on the lead up to this, I was watching a lot of wrestling. Yeah. You can check out our Finn Balor episode, by the way, lads. Uh, like, chapter two. Oh, stop myself. Ask Gary Mackle, he'll know what chapter it is. I want to say chapter 27. Paul Howard tweeted the other day asking, did we have Ken early on? And I hope you t- told him very quickly. No, Gary Mackle did. <laughs> <laughs> he said like October 2015 chapter whatever. Brilliant. <laughs> it was hilarious. And he's been on since at our live show. Yeah. Um, you, look, lads, there's 143 episodes you can go back and listen to. Yep. On iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Podcast, Republic, Podcast, Addict, anywhere and everywhere, all you have to do is search WTS Pod. Seamless. Danny Dan Murray. Thanks, Graham. Merrill American. Um, you were saying you were watching a lot of wrestling. Sorry. Yeah, because me and you have got slightly obsessed with a podcast called Something to Wrestle With. Bruce with, Pritchard. With Conrad Thompson and Bruce Pritchard. Yeah. And they now have a... They have now a video form on the WWE Network. Yes. So their podcast is is independent of WWE. Mm-hmm. But obviously, like me and you have been listening to that for about a year. 
and Shane Fitz being listening yeah, to I think, I think You were on and off. You you said it to me maybe a year ago, and I was like, ah, yeah, I'll give it a listen, give it a listen, and I never did. And then I basically ran out of Joe Rogan episodes to listen to. Yeah. And I ran out of Off the Ball episodes to listen to, and I ran out of Second Captain's episodes to listen to. So I was like, what was that podcast? I think I texted you saying, here, what was that wrestling podcast you said to listen yeah, to? Yeah, yeah. But it's gas, and, um, because, as I said, right, they're, they're in. Interrupt me story. Oh, sorry, I thought you were finished. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were finished. We were having a little little couple's tiff here tonight. Yeah, go on, no, sorry, what were you saying? I didn't mean um, that. So I texted you asking for the name or oh, what yeah. was that wrestling podcast? And you were like, oh, something to wrestle with. Bruce Richard is a garlic ranch, type the name, gave a listen. I listened to a couple of episodes, it's kind of like, ah. Carl was the same. And then I listened to the episode they done on, was it Bret Hart 96, 97? Possibly. The, where they talked about the Montreal Screwjob. Mm. And I mean, like, I was, like, I arrived home. I arrived home and I sat in my driveway for about 20 minutes to listen to the end of it. I was like, oh my, this is amazing. See, that in, that's yeah. happens to me because I listen to them when I'm uh, traveling with basketball. Yeah. And I have a time that, you know, by the time I get back to Ballybrack. You'll have got the full. Yeah. But yeah. there'll be 15 minutes or 20 minutes left and I'm still in my car listening. Yeah. Like I, and since then, I've just been listening to episodes steadily just it, week after week. And it like the two lads... Look, the, the, the level of research Conrad does is, 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 brilliant, is brilliant as well, yeah. and he's a he's a pro wrestling fan from yeah. the '90s up, and, 80, and early, late '80s, '90s up. Bruce Pritchard, it was like Vince's right hand, Vince McMahon's right hand for man, twenty five odd like, years. Look, they don't need us to plug them. No, I mean? but, but no, like, but, <laughs> no, but my point, sorry, my point in this is that um, that podcast, yeah, be, be, when it, like before I had its WWE uh, network show, yeah, yeah, um, I always found myself going back. Referencing WWE Network after listening to a podcast. Oh, right. Okay. You know, if yeah, Bruce yeah, says, yeah. Look out for this, this happened in a match, and that wasn't supposed to happen in the match. Yeah, and, and then you got, yeah. And I go back and I, I watch it. Yeah. But now, and it made sense for WWE Network to say, Look, get on board. Yeah. We're doing a show man. because yeah. we're, all their viewership went straight up. Yeah. That's right. Because yeah. of their because podcast. Of yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've been watching and because we we're doing a wrestling themed podcast this week, I've decided been to indulge. Yeah. I I watched recently um, the Andre the Giant oh. documentary. Um, Did we not talk about this? I can't remember because we were on a break for so long. Yeah. And I can't remember if we talked about it when we came back or not. I can't remember if we talked about it or we were sending audios. Yeah, I'd, I'd be definitely sent audios about it. And I think maybe before we went on our break, well, we should really check what we say before we you know start talking about it again. Um, what a documentary we, we definitely referenced it Before we went on our break Saying like I can't wait for that to come out I can't remember If we actually talked about it There's another documentary Coming down the line Kind of wrestling related About oh. Mara Ronaldo. Oh really? Yeah It's done by Showtime Very interesting Yeah yeah His NXT what, What's he called The bipolar rock and roller Something like that. Yeah the I've, rock and actually, roller, I've seen reference to that. Like that Yeah something yeah But um, yeah his commentary in NXT he's, I think he's the best He's unbelievable man. His, his, his commentating for boxing. Yeah, yeah. The Anthony class. Joshua Klitschko fight. Yeah, and then sure, look what he does in MMA as well. Like He's brilliant. He's, He's very busy all the time. Um, Love to have him on the podcast. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. Some, Jared, Jared's always tweeting people to come on the show. <laughs> Jared, tweet Morrow, please. Yeah, yeah. And we've we seen the tweet that you sent to uh, to Kiva. Was it Kiva? Kiva? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll, maybe we'll make moves on that. Who knows? Oh, we will, yeah. Um, yeah, back to the podcast. Um, this is very this is a very wrestling week obviously because our guest is WWE superstar Becky Lynch and yeah, all this that this is but six like, months in the making we've been we had Paul O'Brien who is an Irish author who wrote the book uh, Blood Red Turns Dollar Green which is a trilogy of books about wrestling back in the day 
and it is unbelievably good. Even if you're not into wrestling, this will put you into wrestling because mm. it's just it talks about the territory days when it's basically run by the mob, like, mm. and just brilliantly written. And we had Paul on talking about that, and he also uh, was the the kind of the not the ghost writer, but I can't remember the words coming from my head. He basically co-wrote Jim Ross Jr. Good old Jr.'s book. I think he did. he was the writer, wasn't he? Yeah, I said ghost writer. It's not ghost writer. It's like he like Jr. told him the stories, and he wrote them for Jr. and then it came out a slobber knocker. I hope I'm not doing that disservice. Paul and Jim, yeah. if you're listening, how are we lads? <laughs> he wrote the book. He did, he wrote, yeah, yeah, he wrote that's Jim all wrote, you have to say. Jesus Christ, right. <laughs> <laughs> he also wrote Slobberknocker, Jim Ross's book. Yeah, <laughs> and he's yellow belly. And he is, yeah. But, but he, he, he put us in touch with Becky six yeah. months ago. And since then, it, it, it was uh, a military operation to eventually get everything done. And then one night, she just rang Graham yeah. out of the blue and was like, Hiya, hon. Hiya, Bez. How are you? Just eating a spice bag. What's that? Never mind. Uh, and yeah, that was it. No, but she did ring me. She did, I was yeah. like, what the? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. And then Becky then kind of put things in motion at her end and with... with with, uh, with the clear out with WWE yeah and the lads in there were a pleasure to deal with as well and it was actually like once once it kind of got momentum behind it and once you know because like she's mad busy obviously yeah they've, um, those pro wrestlers have oh, stop, uh, man. Like, unbelievable schedule so yeah. it's much appreciated that she took a few minutes uh, over absolutely and then eventually yeah like I said once we the lads kind of that were helping us get it put together were gents to deal with they made it straightforward and simple and then sure boom there we go we're bringing you an interview with her in a couple of minutes yeah like, what more do you want? Sound. Well, sound. So sound. With gas, though, like, you know, the circle of friends I had growing up, we, uh, like, the majority of people our age mm. watched the Attitude Era. Yeah, they did. And they all... I remember... But you know what it is, A good right? friend of mine, uh, God bless him, Sid... He always wanted to be a wrestler, but had yeah. nowhere to go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And now... There's like with OTT wrestling with Joe Cabray, he's got the training school, main stage yeah, wrestling. Yeah. Uh, there's another Five Factory pro wrestling. There's there's wrestling schools popping up all over Ireland now. Yeah, it's kind of similar, but not as big as the Conor McGregor effect with MMA gyms. A little bit, right? And here's the thing, right? Because like, like you said, like back in kind of the the late nine, mid to late nineties, into the thousands, like everybody was watching wrestling. Mm. And then it kind of maybe went down a little bit, and it certainly wasn't cool to be a wrestling fan or whatever. But I think now that it's like, you know, the fourth wall gets broken off and enough, and you know what I mean? The kayfabe stuff isn't as strong as it used to be in terms of they don't. The, the, the behind the scenes documentaries. Exactly, and stuff. all that kind of stuff. And it's kind of like. It yeah, brings the, an intriguing element to it. Th- like. There definitely is the kind of like, you know, suspend belief for the little ones kind of thing. Mm. But then. Like, for the adult audience, there is definitely a kind of, like, look, you get it. But it's funny and because... Going on, and it's kind of cool to watch it again. Because I went off wrestling for years, and then kind of you constantly kind of... I never went off it. <laughs> I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you kind of touching on it and you talking about it, I kind of start watching it more. I'd always watch Mania, and I'd always watch the Rumble. Mm. And then I watched... The, the whole CM Punk thing definitely brought me back in a bit, the pipe bomb thing. Yeah, yeah. Because... Was it what, a pipe bomb? Was, was, it a, sh- was it a shoot? Was it a work? Was, was it, it a work? Wh- 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 you know? Was it um, a, here's a mic, say what you want? 
Yeah, and then it's funny you mention that because it has come into mainstream media in Ireland a bit with Balls.ie and Joe.ie. Yeah. They cover the, the big four, they cover the, the Royal Rumble, the WrestleManias, the yeah, Survivor yeah. Series, SummerSlam. And they almost reference, uh, they go into nostalgia mode and reference previous yeah. Survivor Series, previous Royal Rumbles and stuff like that. And then everyone gets a bit of a nostalgia buzz, and then everyone starts watching it yeah. on the WWE network. And then, yeah, and then you see. Like the, the, the videos going around from like back in the day of, you know, like Austin on a mad one stunning McMahon and, mm. you know, all those kind of things. And you see like... Then you you're, you go into a rabbit hole yeah, on YouTube exactly, and you're watching exactly, clip yeah. after clip after clip. You know what I mean? And then somebody eventually puts up an Ultimate Warrior promo and everybody laughs and it's great crack. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then, and again, just to jump back on the, the Bruce Preacher Conrad Thompson thing, like... Mm podcast like that and then even Jericho's podcast and you know Austin um, the Austin podcast and that the people Jim who Ross's. Jim Ross's podcast of course yeah the people who were watching years ago have kind of stumbled back into it through these podcasts and it's class like because now there's like this entire community that it's kind of look I'm not saying it's cool to like pro wrestling when you're in your 30s <laughs> but it's acceptable again and that's good enough for me that's good enough for me man we don't care what people think I'll watch it till I yeah, go I'll, to the grave no you know like I'm rave to the grave man rave to the grave <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to get at though is that like it did go through a little dip but now it's had a resurgence and it's like it's it's good to, to watch and good to see it again you know what I mean yeah well it's 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 probably even better to watch now because we have Becky Lynch and Sheamus and, and yeah, Finn Balor. Yeah, beforehand, we never really had that Irish kind of... Like, if you just look at their um, followers online, like, they're up to the millions. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's bonkers, like... Mental. Deadly. Will we stop delaying things and yes. will we get to it? Yeah. Here's our chat with the one and only last kicker, Becky Lynch. We're joined now by... The first ever Irish women's WWE superstar, uh, all-round legend, first ever SmackDown's champion, uh, one of the women who kicked off the first ever women's Royal Rumble, the quinoa queen, Becky Lynch. What's <laughs> <laughs> the crack? How are you? <laughs> Deadly. We're great. We're great. Thanks a million for doing this. Um, and just thanks a million for uh, just absolutely kicking down doors everywhere for Irish wrestlers. Uh, well, no, I, I must say I've been absolutely blessed and... Uh, I think we've just got such a great caliber of uh, talent back in Ireland. Like, like, it really is. Like, when you look at it, it's such a tiny little island. And when I started, um, what, like, 16, well, geez, 16 years ago, <laughs> um, I went down to the first ever class. You know, uh, Finn Balor, you opened up the first school. And I was down there at the first day of, of, of Irish wrestling school. Um, and, uh, and, and to see the amount that we've we've uh, exported since then it's just incredible like people not only in wwe but also in japan and and um, how great ott is doing i really want to go to one of their shows one day oh brilliant they're we've they're been unreal. going to them now uh, we, we 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 had joe on the podcast as well and he spoke quite highly of yourself the um, great joker bray yeah but, but that, that those ott shows are unbelievable what do you think it would be like if if back in your day when you started out that those shows were were going on Oh my god! I I just I think I think it would really pre- uh, prepare you, you know, for for um for you know, WWE and, and and things like that. But it's just it's so great to see um such a resurgence. Is that a right word? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, the resurgence of of, of Irish wrestling, you know, because I feel like it was 
you know, it was fairly big. I mean, we might have had uh, one or two or 20 shows in front of 11 people back <laughs> in the NWA Ireland days. But uh, I, I feel like, you know, with uh, there was Irish Whip Wrestling and there was, uh, what was the other one? C, 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 Ke- Celtic Wrestling, is it? Yeah, Celtic, Celtic Wrestling, whatever it was. Um, there was that and then there was NWA Ireland and it was funny. There was all like little rivals in between the, 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 the companies nobody was making anybody <laughs> hilarious but anyway um, you had all you had all that and, and for a while it boomed and then I think it died out um, and now it's just it's it's bigger than ever and I think jo- Joe is just an incredible human and an incredible mind and I think he's uh, he's really done a lot with it uh, Absolutely uh, Becky we'll give you a little uh, memory quiz now Um you mentioned when you when you first started back with with Finn Balor, uh, Fergal Deva, and Paul Tracy in Bray. Uh, can you remember who your first ever match was against? Oh, so it was in the Battle Royal, right? I think um, uh, at the time his name was Rugby. Um, Adam Lee, he is his real name. He eliminated me, I believe. Um, so that was my that was my first um, that was my first uh, match. It was this Battle Royal, and it wasn't an over the top. You passed with flowing colours there. Adam Adam Abs. We we had Adam Bourke. Adam Abs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Our, All right. Or Adam Bourke as as he's known. Uh, he's a comedian over here now. I don't know if you know that or not, but uh, we had him on the podcast a couple I of times. Do, yeah. He's an absolute gent, but he, he always reminds us anyway that uh, he was like, yeah, yeah, we got Becky our start, yeah. <laughs> and he was. He, I tell you what, he, he ended up being when they brought in a belt. He was the first uh, NWA champion. Yeah, yeah. He Brilliant. reminds us of that as well. Yeah. yeah. Ah, he's a gent. though, he's a good lad. <laughs> Do, do you ever do you ever, do you ever um, take time to kind of realise how far you've come from those NWA Ireland days, and then say you're you're in a match at WrestleMania in the Dallas Cowboys Stadium? Like, did you like do you pinch at yourself or whatever? I I do sometimes, you know, and especially when especially that that match uh, at WrestleMania 32, you know, it was a big goal of mine to change the term from from divas back to women, and uh, and and so I took that, you know, like that match was, um, and I think that was one of the first times, or like not one of the first, but it was like the first time that um, uh, women's title had been defended in a long time at WrestleMania, to have gotten such a spotlight and. Um, all our heads were on the side of the AT&T Stadium and I remember just going to the Whole Foods uh, up the road and just, like, I always write, I've, I've been writing diaries for years, but um, I remember sitting in this in the corner of a Whole Foods just sobbing my eyes out. I'm sure people were looking at me like, what's wrong with that? Go over there. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Um, but, uh, yeah, just like the, the, the magnitude of it and, you know, knowing, like, how far, um, not just I've come, but what we had come as as uh, performers and, and the company had come and um, just what we were doing, you know, felt like felt like something very special. But you know, I, I yeah, yeah. That that's brilliant because you know the Irish have a trait of being so modest and not kind of taking time to appreciate their own success. But like yourself, Seamus and Finn have just 
like I suppose with the scene of OTT over here now um, a lot of people a lot of kids now 15, 16, 17 years of age looking at you guys and kind of say I can actually probably do that now and and that's and that's amazing and that's uh, uh, and I think um, I think people like especially the young wrestlers over there they, they have to realise that there's absolutely no reason why they can't make it you know and why they can't get over here it's all just a matter it's, it's just and I always say this you know like people say uh, what, what advice would you give to people wanting to be in WWE I think it's quite a simple formula I think you have to work on your look you have to work on your ability in the ring you have to work on your promo skills and uh, and get get to, you know work on your ability to connect and bing bang boom you're a WWE superstar you know you understand uh, psychology but it's it's just having that drive and that uh, that work ethic because I always say like, I failed PE I, fail, I, I failed PE and that's why I started wrestling like and so if if, if I can do it and come from from, from Dublin and uh, and make it in the WWE and they, there was you know there's zero reason anybody else can love can't. it love yeah. it um, getting you, goosebumps here yeah you mentioned there kind of ushering in the change from uh, divas to, to women's and kind of you were at the forefront of that women's revolution but kind of along the way you, you went through NXT and you worked with some absolute legends one of them being Dusty Rhodes um, what, was it oh. like, what was it like learning from like one of the greatest of all time I'll tell you this, I don't think I'd be, uh, I'd be here if it wasn't for Dusty. I think he uh, he saw a lot in me. Because when I came in, uh, you have to remember, I, I left wrestling for seven years, you know. I didn't um, I didn't know where I was going. I was young when I started, you know, I was only 15. And um, I left when I was 19 and got uh, a little bit, you know, so I tracked along the way. But um, everything everything happens, it's perfect time and everything like that. Um, so when I went into to NXT, you know, I, I had to build up my confidence again. I had to find out who I was again. And, you know, I, was, I would always come in with these different characters and they were freaking off the wall. And, geez, I don't know even where they came from. I think uh, Father Ted actually in front of the wall. Because I had, because uh, I, I, I was writing a list of enemies, you know, for that episode with uh, <laughs> when, uh, what was his name? With freaking Graham Norton. Norton yeah. You're on my list, you're on my list of enemies now. <laughs> and and I, I think I, I did that shit and Dusty was like, this fuck is great. <laughs> and uh, and then, of course, it worked with, with Jericho, you know. That's um, true, yeah. Make, make, making the list, so so I had something there, or should I say, Graham Norton had something there. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, and, and, and like they were, they were absolutely obscure and off the wall and ridiculous. But Dusty was always just so encouraging, and and you know he didn't like the the, the, the finished product. He didn't like the people that came in and that were perfect and ready to go and um, had had everything together. He liked. Um, I think it's Cody Rhodes, but he liked his broken toys, you know, the, 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 the fixer-uppers, the one that he could see something in, see a little spark in, and, and he could help them grow and learn. And, and it was just amazing to sit there, and it's just his, his uh, just how caring he was. And he really, he called us his NXT kids, and I think we all felt like that, you know. We really felt like we were, we were his kids, and he was just, what a, what a guy, what a personality. Yeah. And what a lover of life. Just always, just always, uh, always uh, up and enthusiastic. And I will say, um, the, the last words Dusty Rhodes ever said to me, and I'll, I'll always hold these in my heart because I think he meant them with affection, was, shut up, Becky. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> that, that's something you probably love as well. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think you can. They're, they're the best last words they could probably ever ask for. Um, he, he, I think I was also one of uh, the last tweets you sent out about, um, which uh, which I've, I've saved on my phone and I'll always keep. You know, um, and that was that was nice too. But I'll never forget that. Those. Shut up, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable, because because Joe uh, talked to us. About, Joe Cabaret talked to us about his affection for Dusty and, and learning loads off him. Because I think obviously when he when he came back to Ireland, I think he had kind of said to himself, "Look, I'm just going to be a promoter now. This is something I've always wanted to do." But he learned so much off Dusty Rhodes. It's it's great to hear that. Oh, he really did, and it was, I was so like, no, Joe was amazing in promo class, absolutely amazing, and. Um, the character he came up with, oh my goodness, the Luther Ward character, I'm sure he still yeah, has, yeah, has yeah. done it. Um, but, oh, it was actually fantastic to watch. You should have seen the first promo, everybody just on the edge of their seats. Like, it was such a great character. And I do, I do, yeah, yeah, he was just, you know, and, and, and Dusty thought he was brilliant, thought he was absolutely brilliant. Love it. Um, well, so I was with the with with Triple H now being kind of so, a bit a bit more open to indies. Like we had Finn Balor show up at an OTT show. With the timing being right, do you think it could happen with Becky Lynch down the road? Uh, sorry, say that again. Just with with tri- Triple H, um, he's kind of really kind of being open. He showed up in in ICW in Scotland, and Finn Balor was allowed to show up at OTT Wrestling in Dublin. I suppose with the timing being right, but do you think with the timing being right with yourself down the line, you could put, you might show up and say hello to OTT? Oh, well, I would certainly love that. I would love that, yeah. If if, uh, if ever I got the opportunity, that would be absolutely wonderful. That'd be class. I'd say the Tivoli Theatre would explode. Would go off the roof, man. <laughs> yeah. um, I always get the most nervous. I always get the most nervous uh, wrestling at home. Really? You know, it's like, yeah, cause, you know what? It, it's really a village, isn't it? That you know Ireland is, and so like you know, I feel like I'm just wrestling with all my friends, you know, and uh, and and like they cheer for you, and you're like, ah, stop it, let's stop it, lad, <laughs> yeah. stop it. What was it like to come home for the first time in, in the point? Oh my gosh, I was, I and like I said, I could. We had just done WrestleMania 32 in two days over 100,000 people, and I wasn't as nervous. I was nervous in WrestleMania 32 as I was coming out there. Um, in front of, you know, the, the home. Oh, was it? No, maybe it wasn't. That was the second time. That was the second time. Sorry. Okay. Um, but still, the second time I wasn't as nervous coming out for WrestleMania 32. Um, but the first time, yeah, it was just absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. I mean, I didn't know what to expect because I didn't know if it would be like a, a big hometown cheer or ah oh, she looks your one doesn't she think she's great <laughs> 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 like a, re- a real begrudging Irish mammy vibe wasn't it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if it would be a whole crowd of like ah oh, she looks your one luckily there isn't for that <laughs> um, <laughs> one of the things Becky that, that I, I think is, is class uh, I've heard or, and I've seen you in other interviews talk about how like Lita uh, was like one of your heroes wrestling heroes when you were growing up and then this year at the first ever Women's Royal Rumble you got to hang with her in the ring for a bit um, what was that like oh. for you? Oh amazing absolutely amazing uh, like no it, it's 
so so crazy because I've, I've uh, become very good friends with her, you know, over the past couple of years. Um, I was there showing her like all oh, my action figures, <laughs> me dressed, <laughs> dressed like her when I was younger um, and stuff like that. Um, with my freaking tongue hanging out of my pants. <laughs> I was thinking it was and uh, yeah, no, and, and so when 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 we were in there, hearing just the pop she got when she came out was absolutely unbelievable. I couldn't have been happier for her, you know. Um, and then and then her hitting us with the moonsault and and yeah. then getting to Eliminator and and him with the the crowd booed. That was that was an amazing <laughs> moment. Class, well, yeah, it was great. It was great to was watch. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, sorry, Guan. Oh no, I was just saying, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The old phone delay kicking in there, sorry. Um, the, the other side of it then, um, just because I'm conscious of it, that we only have a little bit of time with you, so it's, it's kind of trying to ram everything ah, in. Ah, sure. No, let's talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> recently, uh, kind of, you know, a big enough name has joined the women's ranks in WWE in the shape and form of Ronda Rousey. Um, and... She and some of her friends tried to claim the old four horsewoman label. Just wondering, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just wondering how you and uh, you know three of your mates might feel about that. Um. So I, I, I think, uh, I think we feel that that's cute, that's adorable. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the four, the four horsemen were a wrestling stable. Not a freaking MMA stable, and and we've got the daughter of of one of the four women in our stable. You know what I mean? It's it's a uh, and wrestling has a a tradition of, of generations. You know, and and we were we were given the name passed down to gener- generations. Um, so I, you know, I like to say uh, we're the four horsewomen, and they can be the four donkey women or whatever they want to be. Four <laughs> donkey women, love it. Yeah. Oh, I hope we're in some way playing a part and setting up a match at next year's WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Now eight woman tag. You they'll, know? they'll use this audio in the <laughs> vignette. <laughs> Gonna say, yeah, bring a straight fire, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hello. Come here, Becky. We also have to give a, a little shout out to uh, a mate of yours or mate of ours, uh, Paul O'Brien, because he kind of put us in touch with you. Um, and uh, uh, an absolute like, uh, look, he's from Wexford, but we'll forgive him for that. Um, yeah, and uh, but his, his books now are unbelievable, and he's, he's a proper, proper wrestling fan, like, he's just but an absolute gent as well, like, um. What what would you say, kind of, um, you know, you've you done a couple of kind of promos from about the book and that kind of thing. You got Charlotte involved and you got some of the other wrestlers involved. Um, what was the crack like doing that? Oh, that was great, you know. Um, because I, and I love, I, I just love anything creative, you know, and I love getting, going out and having a little project and, and things like that. And he came up with this idea of, of how he wanted to promote... Um, 
to promote the sex. It was a sex book coming out, and uh, so so we did uh, we did this this whole thing, and I just was trying to get whoever I could, you know, to um, to answer the call. So, so to speak, you know, um, and uh, yeah, I think I think the video came across well. But he's great, you know. He's got such a great mind for for the business, and he's um, he's been such a such a fan um, for so many years. So he always gives me his feedback, and I, I value that so much, so much. He's helped me a lot, you know. And uh, his books are incredible. Yeah. What a great writer! What yeah. a great writer! And then of course he's got you know movies. His movie stayed did extremely well in Los Angeles. And, um, won the best foreign feature uh, at yeah. independent film film festivals. Yeah, so he's great, great. And you, if you're keeping a diary every day, there's someone to write your book. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know exactly. No, I'm told him that. I'm like, okay, whenever I'm writing write, write the book, I'm calling you. Yeah. Brilliant, class, class. And of course, he was. He was the. You know, he helped Jay Orr with uh, with his book and that uh, Slapperknocker and that. Yeah. First of all, I don't know if you've read that book. It's hilarious, absolutely brilliant, like captivating read. He's just, yeah. he's an amazing writer, but uh, it's it's just done so well. Um, one of the things when we spoke to Finn Ballard there about a year ago, one of the things I asked him was like, has there ever has there been a kind of standout moment, not on TV or anything like that, just conversations with with legends and stuff like that? And he mentioned that a conversation about entrances with the Undertaker. He just as it was going on, he was just kind of saying it was just surreal. Like I'm finally here and I'm having a conversation with Mister kind of WWE. Has anything like that stood out for you? Oh yeah, and I think it was just this. Um, it was this past. You know, there's so there's so many moments. You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think this uh, this past uh, December. Um, when I was uh, I was shooting the Marine Six with with Shawn Michaels and the Miz, and uh, you know I I had to um, or I would ride with with Shawn Michaels to and from the set and just picking his brain and the advice he was giving me and his outlook on things. It was just yeah, like things that you 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 just don't you don't forget, you know. That's unbelievable. But watching yeah. him on Monday Night Raw in the mid nineties to be on a, to being on a movie with him, <laughs> yeah, un- unbelievable, like. You just have to pinch yourself sometimes, you know. Brilliant, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Becky, it's been an absolute blast talking to you. Um, get that belt back, though, will you? I, w- I will. I yeah. will. <laughs> I will. Sure. I'll let Charlotte go for it, and then I'll take it off her. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, that'd be yeah. Old frenemies, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, they don't have me enemies. <laughs> <laughs> she's, just, she's one of my. She's just one of my. She's just one of my favorite opponents. So, um, uh, yeah. Love, love it. Yeah, um, she, she's always. She's always got the title. I want the <laughs> brilliant this is making continued success for 2018 okay thank you very much it's been so great to talk to you unbelievably sound human being oh, she's class isn't she absolutely very sound. Irish very yeah and I love that though yeah, I love, I love that, it you know she hasn't lost any of it because she's been away for years like and it's mm. very easy to lose her accent when you're away for that long like you know what I mean but yeah but the, not even the accent but like the modesty the, the, the modesty the humour yeah the little fattered head plug yeah 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 you head on it love it man class what an absolute you talk to her all day yeah absolute sound absolutely lovely really enjoyed that little chat with her (sighs) 
feel good after that one. I hope she shows up at OTT one night. That would be amazing. I missed the night Finn Balor showed up at OTT, but yeah. Shane was there and just upended the gaff. I'd say the place popped like yeah. mad. Yeah. Shane, yeah. Could, Shane sent, sent a video uh, and I think the lights went out. Yeah. And then I think, I think Shane, I think I still have it, but I think he's kind of going, what the? No, what? And <laughs> <laughs> Finn Balor comes out. Class, man. But even the clip of, like I said to Becky, of uh, Triple H at the Independence Show in yeah, Scotland. Did yeah, you see that right. clip? Yeah, I did, yeah. That's yeah. unbelievable. It's mad, like... But like, but these guys claim that they hate, you know, some yeah. of the fans, not the company, kind of have a bit of disdain for the PG era. But yeah. then Triple H comes out and they're all like... They're all, yeah. Loving life. Marking out like Yeah, mad, yeah, huh? big big time. Triple H is at a little old show in... Yeah, exactly. In, in Glasgow. Yeah. Unreal. Um... Jeez, imagine Becky and Triple H showed up. The Tivoli Theater would explode, man. But, like, th- there's no reason why it won't. If t- the timing's right, it's yeah. it's going to happen. Absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but, yeah, a kind of short and Swedish episode this week, lads. Yeah. Um, All because of Becky, because she's great. Yeah, definitely. And um, look, uh, thanks to everybody who sent us messages saying it's great to hear you back and all that kind of thing. Um, that does great stuff for our ego. It absolutely does. Yeah, it absolutely does. And um, look, it's nice to be back, to be it honest. Is. It is nice to be Keep back. Keep sending us tweets with guest suggestions. Yeah, yeah. Let us know because we're too lazy to think of ourselves. <laughs> too lazy, but we also have a list and it'll just make the mm. list of Jericho. That's true, we are working off a bit of a list. We're, we've got some good ones coming up, and you know what I mean? We've had two crackers to start, and now Becky adding to that, so that's three absolute crackers we've had. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm really happy with how things are going, man. I'm very content. Very, you, you love saying very content, don't Gary you? has me saying, I'm sp- spending too much time talking to Gary because I end up being Gary. That's okay. That, if, do you know what? If more people are like Gary, the world would be a better place. Oh, <laughs> you lick Shout out to the WTS special correspondent, Gary Mackle. Dr. Love, who joined us back in February. Last <laughs> if, if your love life needs fixing, there's only one man who can do it. Dr. The, love, Gary Mackle. The Val Venus of Airclaw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, can I just, just wanted to get a wrestling reference. I can just picture him, picture him spinning the towel and all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Classic. Baby oil all over um, the chest. No, stop, stop. <laughs> he's gone through a midlife crisis. He's after growing a bit of facial hair. And you, he, looks, he looks great. You would attract that. Oh, okay, all right, that's all right. <laughs> you finished off nicely there. That's yeah, okay. he looks great. Um, anyway, thanks again to, to Becky Lynch uh, for joining us. And the WWE for letting us. For, and yep. Paul O'Brien for setting it up. For setting it up. Absolute gent and uh, absolute great people to deal with as well. But that's it for this week. Mero, where are we coming from? We are coming from the fabulous and famous Fitzpatrick's Castle Kalini. And if you go to www.fitzpatrickcastle.com, you can learn more about it and you can see their great rates and book in for a night and whatnot. And also check us out on www.facebook.com forward slash WTSPod Ireland. And check us out on Twitter at WTSPod. And also go to any podcast provider, Podcast Republic, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, just put in WTS Pod and you have us. And all of our episodes are there. That was so close to perfect. <laughs> I know. I, feel, I almost feel bad saying, Merlo, you forgot one. <laughs> what did I forget? The, fo- the website. <laughs> oh, WTSPod.com. <laughs> but man, you, you just jumped in there. You closed your eyes. You, you just jumped straight in and you went for it. <sighs> I'm sick. I'm sorry. I've gone mad It's a 9.9 I'm not sick I just mean I'm sick I didn't do it It's a 9.9 out of 10 Okay I'll do it next week 
and I look forward to it. Thank you. I look forward to what we have next week also. But until then, faithful listeners. Kairos. Full hearts. Can't lose. Too sweet. <laughs>